Welcome to Get Fresh with Michelle Gerasoli, a podcast that gives you fresh ideas for living your best life. Enjoy our conversations that center on the acronym FRESH. F is for food, R is for recreation, E is for experiences, S is for our sponsors, and every episode closes with an H, a happy story or memory. I hope you enjoy this little break in your day, listening to how others are living fresh, and I'd love to hear your ideas. Reach out through my website, freshrebellion.com. Hey guys, it's Michelle. Welcome back to Get Fresh. It is July. I was on a good track for monthly episodes or twice monthly episodes. My last episode was in May and now it's July. How did that happen? (laughs) I think it's bad luck because in the last episode, I opened by saying welcome to episode 14 and it was actually episode 13. So I think that caused some bad luck. And also life and business got busy, which happened. So no apologies. We're back and we're, it's summertime and I've got a great summer joy edition for you today. Just me, but the next episode, I will have a special guest once again. I just spoke with him this morning um, and I will not really reveal who that is, but it'll be a good one. So today's fresh episode, our food, recreation, experience, sponsor, and happiness is our theme. And the food today is, drumroll, salsa. I know, right? (laughs) Salsa is one of those things like, is it a food? Is it a blend of foods? Is it a dip? Can you call it food? Um, Today I'm calling it food because I've been enjoying the best salsa, which I will tell you about in a minute. Um, you know, thinking about this category of food, I, I kind of put it in the dip or ingredient of other food um, genre, right? You, you think about your chips and dip all summer, barbecues, onion dip, ranch dip, potato chips, corn chips. You got hummus. I made a really great beet and roasted, roasted beet and garlic hummus. For 4th of July, it turned purple. It was very cool. I'm going to have to talk about that in a future episode. But today, salsa. So great little dip, right? You've got a variety of options for salsa. My daughter is on a pineapple and jalapeno salsa kick. That's, you know, kind of fancy. I think she she found it uh, at Trader Joe's. And uh, you can find it other kinds, but there's a Trader Joe's one that she really likes. Um, there's the traditional, you know, you, you get the regular jar at the store. What is it? Tostitos brand. And you've got mild, medium, and hot. I can never do the hot. I, I am such a salsa wimp in general. I don't love spicy foods. I like food with spice. I love the flavors, but I can't do hot. It just makes my nose run. <laughs> so I'm a salsa wimp. The salsa I'm kind of crazy about right now is from Salsa Steve, who is not a brand. It's a guy who lives in my town, who I know through the kids, who is a master of making fresh salsa. As you know, I'm a big fan of fresh. And Salsa Steve sends me a text, usually the Monday before a big occasion weekend. So obviously we just hit 4th of July. And I get the text like, yo, I'm making a batch. How many do you want? And he sends, sends them over. He actually delivers them. 
in quart sizes and he'll put a little side of hots on like a little container of jalapeno peppers or some kind of hot peppers that you can mix in but it's optional the heat is optional which I appreciate and it's just red peppers green peppers some purple onion or red onion I guess um cilantro a little bit and then the tomatoes I don't know how he does it must be food processor because if he's making a big batch these are chopped tiny tiny so so good just good it's a good dip like you you stick your chip in Last night I was at an outdoor concert and I brought a little container and some some chips. Could have eaten those all night. They were so good. Salsa Steve. Like, round of applause for Salsa Steve. Next time he makes a batch, you're going to want to be in my neighborhood because he's he's really good. So make, you know, find a recipe online. Try it. Spend a day chopping peppers and onions and tomatoes. And you, you kind of have to let them sit. They kind of marinate the flavors together so they all meld. I know I'm, I'm crazy about this. I, I make, you know, you can eat it raw, eat it plain on a chip, you can eat it with a spoon, I suppose, but put it on nachos. When I was a teenager, that was all the rage, like a plate of nachos smothered with cheese. You melt the cheese in the microwave and then take it out and throw some salsa on it. That was like the best snack. <laughs> um, I put it on omelets, you know, you scramble up some eggs and throw them in the egg or make the omelet, throw the salsa on top of the egg with some cheese. Really, really yummy. So I hope I'm making you hungry, inspiring you to eat delicious salsa. I didn't look online to figure out what the nutrition benefits are, but it's all good stuff because it's vegetables. So it's a great way to get sneak some vegetables into your menu. (laughs) All right, that's food category. Next, recreation. This one, I'm feeling a little nostalgic. Um, I always talk about outdoor activities for recreation one of these nights I'm going to do like game night but this month it's beach I got back to the beach last week toes in the sand like I grew up on a beach in southern Rhode Island every day we would wake up and walk the beach with the dog and then go back to the house and pack a lunch and go back to the beach and sit on the beach for hours um it was uh it was fun we would we would get a beach blanket our friends would be there we'd play in the waves and make castles, dig in the sand for, you know, an hour or so, then (laughs) come back and play backgammon, which was kind of a strange thing to take to the beach, but that's what we did. We'd sit on the beach and play board games, cards, spent a lot of time at the beach. And I, you know, you get up, you grow older, you go to the beach with your friends, mostly about seeing and being seen and sunbathing. And then you have kids and the stuff you got to drag to the beach, the buckets, the towels, the extra snacks, you know, 600 chairs, you're, you're to get the really cart that you got to drag through the sand. I, always, I don't know envy young parents at the beach. We had a tent so that you could put the kid in there out of the sun. It was a lot. So it wasn't as fun. So we had a routine. Um, once the kids were maybe, I don't know, six, seven, eight, in that range, we started going with a group of, of families on, on Friday afternoons. We'd go to Narragansett Town Beach, which is um, a great spot for swimming and surfing and sitting, which is what we did. We'd get a circle. The adults would all bring food and sit and eat and drink. And that was our Friday dinner. And the kids went crabbing, climbed up in the lifeguard chairs, went swimming, hung around, had had some pizza. 
it was a nice night. And we hadn't done that. The kids grew up and they got jobs and we don't see those families as often. And, and we just got out of the habit of going. So last weekend, I had this on the calendar since May. Maybe that's why I didn't do my podcast because I was sitting on the beach, confessions. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, we just got, you know, got there, laid down a spot, brought a sandwich, a couple of beers, sat, put toes in the sand and just, can you feel the exhale? It's like, Oh, the beach. It's so, it's so relaxing. I love just sitting and watching kids build sandcastles and watching people walk by all different people of all different shapes and sizes. It's a pretty busy beach. Um, they have a concert on the green next to the beach. It's a very touristy town where this beach is. Um, and the summer's so short around here. You know, you people in other areas of the country around the world, you get to have the beach year round pretty much. But here you get like May to September, maybe May. Usually it's still chilly in May. So June, July, August, September, that's it. So you got to enjoy it. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and it just does bring back this nostalgic, like childhood playfulness for me. Um, I haven't swam yet. I did dust off. I, I power washed my kayak, which isn't exactly something you take to the beach. But I talked about that last episode. I'm still not in the water and I've got to get in there. So that's that. So recreation, our next category is experiences. And this one, um, how do I introduce this one? So it's music. It's a musical discovery. I'll put, put it that way. A couple of weeks ago, we were on vacation. Another reason why I didn't get a podcast done in June, I was on vacation. We do hiking. We've talked about that before. Um, my family went up to New Hampshire and my daughter needed hiking boots. So we were driving through the mountains um, to North Conway to the REI to buy her some hiking boots. And she's got a, my daughter Jessie has a great um, variety of musical tastes. She just has great playlists that she's put together on Spotify. And I, I really enjoy letting her play the music. And we're kind of chilling, you know, it was a kind of a chill vibe. There's some old 70s music and, um, you know, kind of a good blend rock and roll kind of I don't know I don't know how to describe it, the genre but it was um Led Zeppelin and Bob Dylan and um I don't know the wallflowers I guess so kind of that that kind of vibe all of a sudden this song comes on and I'm listening to it I'm like oh this is a good song what, is, what song is this what it sounds familiar but I can't place it it's like a song I've heard before but I've it's a new song I've never heard it before so I I said just is this an old band or a new band? She's like, well, it's new. It's like three years old. It's Greta Van Fleet. Let me tell you, I've been obsessed with this band. She's like, yeah, so-and-so had tickets to a concert and she was going to go. And they definitely sound like Led Zeppelin. Well, they definitely sound like Led Zeppelin. And I have some friends I talk to that are like Led Zeppelin purists and they're, they're kind of rolling their eyes at Greta Van Fleet. But I haven't heard a band that has that pure rock sound they're not an electronically mixed band it's it's three brothers and their friend danny i say it like they're this small town michigan you know band out of detroit but they've opened for guns and roses they've played uh at the request of elton john elton john inspired them or invited them to be a little more dramatic in their costuming so these guys are in their early to mid 20s and they're just rocking it and I'm I'm really loving it. I'm telling you. I've I'm kind of obsessed. I'll like watch a video on YouTube and an interview and they're just 
they they love music. They grew up with all the old music that their parents played, and uh, you know, found their passion for the guitar. One of the one of the, two of the boys are twins, and uh, Jake loves the guitar, and his brother Josh just has a voice like Robert Plant, like really ethereal kind of music. I can't describe it. You have to listen to it. I should play it, but I don't think I have music rights and I don't want to piss off Greta Van Fleet. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it there, but I invite you to to listen and enjoy if you like the old rock Led Zeppelin sound, but they, they just got a good message. They're, they're hopeful and you know, they just want peace and love and all the things that rockers want and they just play good music and they love performing and they're coming to Boston and releasing a new EP. They don't call them records anymore. I'll date myself. I don't even think they're albums. I don't know what they call them, but it's a new release uh, coming out July 21st this month. So celebrating Josh and Jake and Danny and Sam of Greta Van Fleet. Well done, guys. Okay, that brings us to S, our sponsors. Uh, it's a it's a shameless plug for Fresh Maps, freshmaps.us, which is my company. So I'm sponsoring this podcast. Uh, rocking it in Southern Rhode Island. We've got a lot of activity. I guess that's a third reason why I didn't get to the podcast is a lot of a lot of business stuff going on. We've launched the Southern Rhode Island map, uh, scavenger hunt, self-driving tour where you drive around and you learn new things. We've got some really great pins on that map, historical pins. I went to visit and test uh, a couple of pins over the weekend at uh, the South Kingstown Land Trust, which is this huge farm with trails around it and big shady oak trees. And Scooter and I went and walked there. It was gorgeous. And then we went down to the dog park in Ninigrit, which is this old airfield where they have festivals. But there's a dog park and a playground. So great for kids, great for pets. Also launching Newport this uh, this month. Newport is just a really cool destination with a variety of interesting things around it. We've got the International Tennis Hall of Fame, the Gilded Age era mansions, big, beautiful oceanfront parks where we've placed little ghosts that you've got a little ghost icon you got to chase down to get points. And there's puzzles. Um, there are trivia questions. There's the oldest tavern in America. Who knew? There's an old stone tower, which is said to be built by Vikings or the Knights Templar. (laughs) Really, it was a colonial era timekeeping tower, maybe a windmill, but the British blew the top off of it in the American Revolution. So really interesting things in Newport. You think of Newport as a sailing town, America's Cup. There are those things, too. There's a statue tribute to General Rochambeau, your historical fan, in July also. July 13th, back in the day, Rochambeau arrived with like 6,000 French troops, kind of saved the day for the rebels of America and helped us found our country. Thank you, France. Um, So that statue is there in King Park. Just a cool experience um, for for Fresh Maps. And also very exciting, get a grant to build a digital learning map for Smith's Castle, which is the oldest surviving plantation house in America, which is interesting because Rhode Island just decided to take Anne Providence plantations off of its official state name. But the fact is, this was a colonial era trading post and um, house they made, uh, farmhouse they made cheese, which they traded. So it was a dairy farm. So it's a big old house and uh 
it's unique in that there are not that many of those time frame that that survived and they have docents that do reenactments strawberry festival and King, christmas at the castle but when it's closed it's kind of just a house on the cove and we're going to build a digital learning map so when you walk around the property when it's closed or when it's open things will pop up on your phone videos and you'll learn so we're building that a lot of good things happening at freshmaps.us and we're gonna have a new website soon had that meeting last week so good stuff in the works thank you to fresh maps for being our sponsor thank you me um let's see last up is happiness a happy memory happy story how do you celebrate the fourth of july everybody seems to have a tradition or some travel plans you either stay put and do what you always do or you use the the week and a half off or, or half a week off to to go somewhere i stay put i love the 4th of July tradition of going to my parents' house. They live on the water. We can see fireworks all around the pond where they live. Across the way are fireworks from the town of Wakefield. It was their 350th anniversary this year, so they did a big big fireworks display. Big band, stars and stripes salute, Barbecue, all the fixins, the hot dogs, hamburgers, baked beans, potato salad, coleslaw, desserts, just all of it. Neighbors, friends, family coming in. Um, it's just one of my happy, happy traditions. So I'm, I'm celebrating that this month. <laughs> it was a little foggy. It rained. It poured, actually, most of the day. Cleared up in time for fireworks, but it was a little hazy. There's some weird smoke coming down from Canada right now. <laughs> Air quality is pretty bad, and we just added to it with all the fireworks. Um, last night, I was it was a couple nights after 4th of July, and we were driving home from that outdoor concert where I ate salsa, if you were paying attention. <laughs> um, and we're driving over the bridge to get back to where I live, and there were fireworks over the water next to the bridge. So that was kind of neat. We were kind of eye level with the fireworks instead of watching them from the ground. So fireworks are fun. We saw a couple that were unique. Most of them, you know, red, white, blue, sparkly. There was a guy behind us who said, whoa, at every single one that went off, which got old. Like he was trying to inspire his kids. My par parents probably did that to me when I was a kid, which is why I'm still talking about them now. But there was one that was the shape of a bright red heart, like heart outline. That was cool. It was upside down, like 50-50 <laughs> shot that that's going to execute perfectly but it was an upside down heart but we get the gist and then there was another one a few minutes later that was like a smiley face I don't know how they make that how do they how do they make that pop like that I'm curious I don't know fireworks technology but I spent a lot of time thinking about it because those were cool you know you get the regular ones the swirly ones the ones that glitter and look like champagne pouring out of a bottle but it's just little glittery fine lights then you got the wicked loud ones that set off the car alarms that was fun so anyway i appreciate them i find them joyful i thought i'd share with you maybe you'd watch them on tv you know washington dc does a big national display that is televised and if uh if you're not getting out there you can watch them on tv i hope you enjoyed some fireworks this summer way to go america all right i'm ending on that note um, hope you're all well. Enjoy. Enjoy the summer. Enjoy some salsa. Get out to the beach. 
play some Greta Van Fleet on your uh, on your Spotify or whatever you listen to. And thanks for listening to this podcast. <laughs> Talk soon. So that's it. Hope you enjoyed the Get Fresh podcast. If you liked it, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please find us online at freshrebellion.com. You can get our links to social media there. Join our Facebook group, Fresh From Rhode Island. And find me on Instagram, Sassy Michelle G, and Twitter, Sassy Michelle. Talk to you soon. Bye for now.